Hey besties, welcome to another episode of the Life We Deserve podcast. I want to talk about money. I love talking about money. And I want to talk about money mindset, which is a a coaching term thrown around a lot. But what it really means is, how do you think about money? And have you ever paused to reflect on how you actually feel about money? Having money, earning money, spending money, saving money, losing money. What emotions come up for you when you think about money? What memories? We've talked about some of this before. We've talked about going back and thinking about the money memories and the lessons that you learned as a child and what beliefs you formed around money in one of our early episodes. Go back and listen to that one if you haven't. But now I want to talk about patterns. What kind of money patterns do you notice in your life? If you reflect back, and let's just look back over the last few years. Are you someone who is a saver? Do you love knowing that you have money in the bank? Do you hold on to it? Have you had a hard time, if you are a saver, spending money on yourself? Is it difficult for you? This is not me, by the way. So this is not a pattern I identify with, but I definitely know people who do. Are you a spender, a big spender that loves to indulge yourself or indulge others? Are you often spending more than you have or not always paying close attention to your money and creating financial chaos in your life? That is more my style. There's another type uh, that's more like the nurturer. So you might be a big spender, but not necessarily indulging yourself. You are a big spender on other people. So you save up and save up for a personal goal for yourself. And then some crisis happens with one of your loved ones and you come to the rescue and spend all your money on other people. What pattern do you follow? And then when you do think about that for a moment and identify what pattern you follow, what are the fears driving that pattern? Because all of it is usually driven by some type of subconscious fear. If you're saving money, you're worried about running out. If you're not paying attention to your money, you may have a fear or also around running out, but you just kind of put your head in the sand and don't look at the money. If you're spending on other people, taking care of other people, you might be fearing that maybe people won't like you or appreciate you if you don't take care of them, if you don't provide for them. So, you know, what what pattern are you following? For me, my story, I follow a feast or famine pattern, right? In my past, I've always had periods of great success where I've gotten that new job, gotten that raise, closed that big deal, hit my income goals, made more money than I did the year before. And I celebrate and I spend, not wildly, I'm not a designer clothes and purse person. I don't take a bunch of fancy vacations, but I do have a pretty healthy Amazon habit. And, uh, you know, I'll spend money, I'll go out to eat. And I just like the feeling personally of not worrying about money. I'm the kind of person that will order at a restaurant without really looking at the bill. My fiance is the opposite. He's always wants to see how much we're paying. And he always looks at, I could have made that steak and it only costs this much at Costco. But for me, I find joy in not looking and not thinking about it and just kind of being in celebration mode. I like to treat myself. So that's my money, money personality, if you will. But what I realized in this pattern is the other side of it. The part where I go into the famine, where, and especially in my past, I don't do this as much now, but in my past, I would create financial chaos. 
I would create a period of famine. I would go broke without realizing it. And then I would look up and I would realize that I was in trouble. I would realize I can't pay my rent. I can't pay my bills. I'm getting credit card decline notices on my auto payments. And I would repeat this pattern over and over again. I would do well in my business and then I would go broke. I would do well in my business and then I would go broke. And over the last few years, I've done a ton of personal work to really unpack this pattern and break the cycle for myself. And I know that you may not have the same pattern as me. You may spend some time after listening to this episode reflecting on what your money pattern is and what you think the motivation is behind it. But I invite you to do that and in your own way, find a way to do the work. The work for me looks like therapy, journaling, doing visualization and meditation work, and also books and podcasts. One book I read recently that I really enjoyed was called Existential Kink by Carolyn Elliott, PhD. And I found it really interesting because she talks about embracing the repressed, tabooed, and often unwanted aspects of ourselves so that we can discover our inner power and finally live the life we deserve. That's straight from the detail section of her book. And she goes on to say that each of us has a dual nature. We are light, the conscious side, and the dark, the unconscious side. The dark side of our personality is the other, the shadow side. And it's made up of what we think is our primitive, primal, negative impulses, our kink, if you will, because it's taboo, right, to want those dark things. And our existential kink drives the darker negative repeating pattern in our life, always choosing that abusive partner or the boss, selling for less, thinking that we're undeserving and not worthy, but it's also the source of our greatest power. And the biggest breakthrough for me when I was reading that book was that there is a payoff in the negative behaviors that we have that we don't like, the dark side of whatever your financial pattern is. There is a payoff to that pattern. In my case, it was about feeling like a damsel in distress and constantly coming to my own rescue. So what I do is I create financial chaos and then I go into this dark place where I kind of freak out and worry about money. And then I get into like hustle mode and I go, 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 and I plan and I execute and I hustle and I get the deal done. I close that next transaction or I get a loan to cover things, or I get a new credit card, or I borrow money, and then I turn around and I pay it all off, and I fix my credit, and everything's great again. And I get a rush, just like a kink, it's a kinky rush, from putting myself in that painful situation, self-sabotage, and then rescuing myself from that situation. And as I've done the work to break the cycle I do find sometimes that I do miss that. It can be a little boring for me to always have my bills paid and money in the bank, which is crazy when you think about it on the surface, but not crazy when you think about what's going on below the surface. I constantly get to come to my own rescue and reinforce that I'm powerful, reinforce that I can save myself. I love in the book how she compares the sensation of fear that you feel when you're in whatever part of your dark pattern that you're experiencing and how she compares it to arousal, right? So when you're feeling scared, your heart beats faster, you might get your palms might sweat or you might be sweaty, 
your breathing accelerates. And those are all the same feelings you get when you're physically aroused. So if you think about that, I think some people are addicted to things like anger and fighting, chaos in their relationships. It could be the same pattern. But bringing it back to money, what I'm doing to undo those patterns, like I said, journaling, reading books, listening to podcasts, all of that helps me get out my feelings. And when you can identify what you're feeling, you can change it. The uh, meditation and visualization that I work on is gratitude. So I imagine myself feeling what it feels like to always have, to slow down the pendulum of the swings between the dark and the light, the high and the low. I think about slowing down that pendulum and staying more in the middle and feeling gratitude for the steadiness and the reliability of staying in the middle and not following those patterns. I express gratitude to myself in my head about how great it feels to not constantly be on these ups and downs. And that does for me personally mean kind of cooling down the excitement that I get, the rush that I get when I make money too, because it's trying to find that kind of safe middle ground. And when I think about this for some people that I work with that are savers, you know, and they are the opposite of me. They love to be sitting on a big chunk of money in the bank. Maybe it's been sitting there for years and they haven't done anything with it. And me as an investor is thinking, oh my God, we could take this money and make so much with it. I could have turned this over three times, real estate investing over the last few years. But for them, the fear of not having that money in the bank is super intense. And so where is the kink for them? Just exploring this as I'm talking to you on this podcast, where is the kink for the saver that they get to feel there's a payoff for the negative side? There's a payoff for that fear. They get to feel safe. I think that's probably the payoff. They get to feel safe and secure. So whatever your money pattern is, I really encourage you to do some of the personal work to unpack your own pattern and think about what is the cycle that you want to break and how would making that change, changing that cycle, improve your way of life? How would that improve your experience in life and with money? And how would you like to feel about your money in the future? What kind of relationship do you want to have with it? And what would be healthier for you than whatever pattern that you're currently following? And it could just be an action thing. It could just be that you have been just surviving and now you want to be proactive and take action to grow your money. I hope that that's how you feel because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast where we talk about financial growth. So maybe it's just hesitation and you've been in survival mode and it's time to finally graduate and move into financial growth mode and really taking care of yourself in a deeper way. My final thought on this is about worthiness and what we talk about your life you deserve. That is the name of this show for a reason. You are worthy. You are worthy of having all of the abundance that you want in your life. You're worthy of having financial security. You're worthy of having investments. You're worthy of having retirement. You're worthy of having passive income sources that pay you money in your sleep. You're worthy of having a home for yourself that is paid for through the investments that you've made. 
You're worthy of having a life free from financial stress, pain, fear, and chaos. And I wish that for each and every one of my listeners today. See you in the next show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, dear listeners, for being with me today. If you love the show, please show support for our growth by rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whatever platform you're listening on. You can find me on social media on most platforms by searching my name, Remy Fortier, that's F-O-R-T-I-E-R, or you can join our free Facebook group, The Life We Deserve, Inspired and Wildly Successful, where I drop free trainings and keep you posted on whatever we're working on. As always, thank you for joining in our mission to normalize women building wealth.